It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you for this glorious day, this splendid, marvelous, great, great day of salvation. and We are forever grateful and, Lord, thankful to you for all of your blessings that you have bestowed upon us. Thank you for Jesus Christ, the precious blood that was shed for the remission of our sins. We thank you for your word, O oh God. Your word that is a lamp unto our feet, a light unto our pathway. We thank you for that word that, amen, illuminates our heart. It, it, it guides us. It leads us into all truth. Lord, so we pray today that that word, the living word, the word that you've sent down from heaven, the word that shall not return unto you void, the word that will accomplish what you please. We pray today that your word, O oh Lord, will lead someone and guide someone today. Lord, that they may come to see and come to know that you are the true and the living God and there is none other beside thee. God, be glorified today in your people everywhere. In Jesus' name we pray and we thank you in advance. Amen and amen. All right, God bless you again, everyone. We, uh, as always, amen, forever cognizant, amen, of the fact that it is in him that we live and move and have our being. And apart from him, that is Jesus Christ, our Savior, our Redeemer. Amen. We can do nothing. Amen. Thank God for strength this day. Thank God for the mind to serve him. Amen. To amen. engage as good soldiers in this warfare. Amen. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. Amen. Our fight. Amen. Our battle, amen, is against principalities and powers, the spiritual wickedness that is in the high places. And therefore, we as soldiers, amen, who have been called, 
amen, to this fight, to this battle. We are to fight the good fight of faith, amen, the good fight of faith, amen. That is exactly what we're going to be, amen, talking about today is the faith, amen. In this series on this great question, are you saved, amen, we are going to examine today the faith, amen, the faith that is necessary Amen. As a biblical proof, one of the biblical proofs of our being saved. Amen. It is one of the biblical proofs of our being saved. Amen. All right. We thank God again, as always, for all of you who pray for and support. Amen. The work of this ministry, radio ministry, podcast ministry. Amen. That we endeavor to Amen. Speak the truth of God. Amen. Preach the word of God to teach the word of God plainly. Amen. In such a way that amen, even uh, a wayfaring man need not err therein because I believe I believe that the word of God is crystal clear. Amen. In its instructions to us. Amen. In what we must do in order to be saved. Amen. I believe the word of God is crystal clear in that regard. Amen. And so, amen, we are simply called to, amen, preach the truth in love. Amen. And that is what we endeavor to do each and every time. Amen. We are given the opportunity by the Lord Jesus Christ to, amen, represent him as his ambassador. Amen. That's who we are. We are ambassadors for Christ. We are, amen, appointed as his spokesman. Amen. And so we want to be faithful in that charge, faithful in that duty. And again, we are grateful to each and every one of you who, as always, as I say, pray for and support the work of this ministry. By the way, this radio broadcast, those of you who are listening by radio, can be heard each and every Sunday from, amen, the studios of Love 860 AM on the AM side at 7 AM and again at 8 PM. That is, the radio broadcast can be heard each and every Sunday, 7 AM and 8 PM, Love 860 WAEC Atlanta, streaming worldwide. Amen. Also, of course, our podcast Amen is available through many different outlets. Amen. End Time Revival Ministries USA podcast 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Please we pray that you will amen subscribe, amen and also share. Amen. The podcast, the radio broadcast information with someone else. Amen because we are here amen to amen again Spread the good news of Jesus Christ. Amen. It's all about him. It's none of us. It's not about us. Amen. It is all about Jesus, the Christ, the Savior, the Redeemer of lost man. Amen. Okay, today, again, we're going to be in the word of God as always. So if you have your Bibles, you will be able to follow along with us. If not, also, you will be able to take notes Amen. Of where 
these scriptures are because we're coming, amen, with the biblical perspective, amen, of our salvation. And as we have been discussing in our previous sessions in this series on this most important question of are you saved? We have demonstrated, again, from the biblical perspective, that there are biblical proofs of salvation evident in the lives of those who are truly saved. When a person is saved, he or she is delivered. That's what being saved means. It means that you are delivered. You delivered from something. You delivered from what? It simply means that we, again, according to the scriptures, we have been delivered from self. We've already covered these. We've been delivered from self. We've been delivered from sin. We've been delivered from Satan. We've been delivered from death. We've been delivered from hell. We've been delivered from the grave and we have been delivered from the wrath of God. Amen. That is what God has done for us. People of God. Amen. By the power of his Holy Spirit that he sends into our hearts. Amen. And we can only receive the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost, if I, as I stressed, as the Bible makes clear again. Amen. Only through repentance. Only through believing God. And that's what we're going to be talking about. The faith. And see, and see, and of course, as I've said already, already, we 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 we've clearly, Amen. Uh, we we are all clearly, or should be clearly, Amen. Um, knowledgeable of the fact that the Bible is very explicit again about the simplicity of what we need to do in order to be saved. And so we are now examining the biblical proofs of salvation that must be evident in each and every one of us. And I've got seven of them, amen, that again, come from the scriptures. Number one, the change. Number two, the love. Number three, the one we're going to be talking about today, the faith. Number four, the fruitfulness. Number five, the forgiveness. Number six, the obedience. And number seven, we're putting all of these together, prayer, praise, worship, and fellowship. Now, we've already talked about number one and number two, the change and the love. It is impossible for anyone to be saved and not be changed. It is impossible for anyone to be saved. Again, according to the biblical Proof, amen, from the biblical perspective, from the word of the living God, it is impossible for anyone to be saved and not be changed. The Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is passed away and behold, all things have become new. That's the first one that we discussed, the change that happens in the life 
of those who have been delivered, saved, set free, brought out of the darkness into the marvelous light. The change. Number two, it is not have the love. The love of God. The Bible teaches that the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost that is given to us. So number one, it's impossible to be saved without the change taking place, the change, the new creation. Number two, it is impossible to be saved without the love of God being manifest, being spread abroad, shed abroad rather by the Holy Ghost in you. Number three, today we're going to be talking about the faith. It is also absolutely unequivocally impossible for anyone to be saved without faith. Hebrews chapter number 11, verses one through three, and then verse number six, the Bible tells us now faith is the substance of things, hope for the evidence of things not seen, for by it the elders obtained a good report through faith. We understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Verse number six, but without faith. Oh, listen to the word of the living God without faith. It is impossible. I didn't make it up, y'all. I, I'm giving you the word of the living God. Without faith, it is impossible to please him. Who? God. You, If you're not pleasing to God, you cannot be saved. You cannot be saved without being pleasing to God. Amen. And you cannot please God without faith. We can close. We can we can end this. Right. We can literally that's that we can end it. That ought to shut the case that shut. It does shut the case. Without faith, it is impossible. It is impossible to please God. He that cometh to God, the Bible says, listen what the Bible says, must believe he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him it is impossible it is impossible to please God it is impossible to be saved by God without faith he that cometh to God must believe. Now, faith, simply put, is actively believing God. Actively. It is not some one-time instance where you had some kind of epiphany or some kind of emotion or some kind of feeling 
and you made some kind of confession or profession. No, 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 no. Amen. It is actively daily. And that's what we're going to show you in the scriptures. Believing God. Faith in God causes us to act in such a way that demonstrates that we believe what we say we believe. In other words, faith in God is a call to action. How we respond towards God and man for that matter is a proof one of the biblical proofs that we're talking about is a proof of the profession of our faith. Faith in God demands actions on our part. Again, and these actions on our part are the manifestation of what cannot be seen outwardly by man. Faith can't be seen outwardly by man. Only, amen, only God can see, only God knows. And, and, and it is absolutely true that the omniscient God of all knowledge, of all understanding, of all wisdom, amen, he is intimately acquainted with the hearts of all of his creatures. But it's not enough to just say, well, God knows my heart. Of course he knows. He knows all hearts. But the faith is not about proving to God that we believe him. Again, God knows all things. It is far more about proving to ourselves and to others by our actions that we believe what we say we believe. Woo, help us, Jesus. Help us, Jesus. Oh, I'm going to get to, I'm, I'm, I'm going to show you what the Bible says now. I'm not just, I'm not just postulating here with uh, uh, theories or my own personal, amen, uh, opinions. Amen. This is biblical. This is biblical. You see, faith comes first. And the Bible says faith comes by what? Hearing, hearing by what? The word of God. God speaks. We hear. Faith is produced. And then what follows is works or action. Faith comes first and then the actions or the works follow in manifestation of our faith. I can give you and I'm going to give you a myriad of examples from the word of God. And by the way, all of these are going to be from the Old Testament, the Old Testament. Faith is not something new. Grace is not something new. Believing God is not something new. Noah, the Bible says, believed God and he moved with fear. So you see, he acted upon his faith. He got a word from the Lord. He believed that word from the Lord and he acted. He went 
to work. He went to work doing what? Building the ark. Now, Noah was not saved because of the ark. Noah and his family were not saved because they were in the ark. No, they were saved because they believed God. The ark was the instrument. It was the manifestation. It was what they demonstrated in their belief. And now who saw their faith? Who saw their faith? The whole world. The whole world saw Noah's faith in action. When he began the construction, when he finished the construction, and all the while, those 120 years, he was preaching the word of the living God. He was, the Bible says, a preacher of righteousness. He was calling the people to repentance, calling them to come into the ark. Now, those who would have come into the ark, the ark again was not their salvation. Their believing the word of God saves them and their walking into the ark is their action is their faith in action demonstrating that they believed God. Oh, help us, Jesus. Woo! Abraham, the Bible says, believed God. And he left his pagan upbringing. He left that land of idolatry. He didn't know where he was going. All he got was a word from the Lord. Get out. Go. Where am I going? To a land that I will. That's future. That I will. show. That requires faith. Now, Abraham could have sat there and said, oh, okay, I believe you. Wait, 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 wait. If you believe, you move. You act. That's what Abraham did. He stepped out in demonstration manifestation of his belief which could not be seen you can go to your family you can talk to your friends Abraham could have went to his wife Sarah he could have went to his friends he could have went to his family and said you know what I just heard from God and I believe God well what did he say what did he tell you to do well he said for me to leave but you know, I believe him. But I'm, 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 a, I'm staying here for a little while. I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting on this and I'm waiting on that. No, no, no. To a land that I will show you. Abraham believed God. The Bible tells us. Amen. And furthermore, we can go on and on about Abraham. He believed God when he was willing to offer Isaac up to the Lord. He's, where, did, where did Abraham demonstrate his faith in that particular activity? First of all, when they left, the first thing, by the way, let me back up just a little bit more. When the Lord told him to do it, the Bible says the next morning, not next week, not next year, the next morning, Abraham got up early in the morning. He gathered, he had servants. Amen. He didn't have to do these things. He did it. He gathered the, the, the necessary things, brought with him and Isaac, a couple of the servants, amen. And then when they got close to the place, amen, where the Lord had spoken to him of Mount Moriah, he spoke to the servants and said, stay here 
me and my son are going to go a little further. We're going to worship. And listen what he says. And we will return. And then as they were going, he and Isaac alone. Amen. Isaac said, father, he was familiar with these things. We've got the wood. We've got the altar. We've got the fire. We got all of the necessities. But where is the sacrifice? You know what Abraham said? Because he believed God. He said, God will provide for himself. Now, again, Abraham had that faith, but he demonstrated with Isaac, with the servants, with his own hands, with his own works, with him gathering the wood, coming with the altar, going to the place where God told him to go. He demonstrated it with his actions that he believed God. Samson believed God. He believed God for restoration. Yes, he sinned against the commands of God. He violated, amen, the, 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 uh, the, 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 what's the word I'm trying to use here? The, the, the covenant of the Nazarene, amen. He was a Nazarite dedicated to God from birth. The things that he were not supposed to do should not be engaged in, amen. As such, he violated them. Amen. And went even outside the, the covenant of, of, of faith. Amen. And, and, and marrying outside of the will of God, outside of the will of his parents. Amen. Samson did all those, but yet Samson at the end of his life in repentance, in faith, prayed to the Lord, believed God, God strengthened him. Listen, listen, listen. All of us sin and fall short of the glory of God. Amen. Do you believe? Do you really believe? Amen. Do you believe God for restoration? Do you believe as a thief on the cross? As I said, I mentioned him often. He wasn't dodging his responsibility, his accountability. Amen. I deserve to be here. I deserve to die. Lord, remember me. Hannah. Y'all remember Hannah in the Old Testament? Hannah believed God that he would open up her womb. That's why she prayed. She prayed. And if you didn't believe it, she wouldn't pray. And that's why a lot of people don't pray. A lot of us are lacking in prayer because we don't believe God. We don't believe that we can have or will have the things that we ask. Of course, we've we got to ask in faith. We've got to ask according to the will of God. But we don't believe God. And so we don't pray. Hannah believed that God would hear her petition. She believed God that he who is the giver of life would give to her. And she was very specific. She didn't just say a child. She said, give to me a man child, a son, and I will give him back to you. She believed God and God did just that. He opened up her womb and we got from that prayer request, her faith, Samuel. 
She believed God. Job believed God and held fast in, to his integrity in all that he went through. We know that Daniel believed God. He refused to eat at the table of the devils. Oh, 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 oh. All the, oh, the Bible tells us you can't eat at the Lord's table in the table of devils. Amen. Daniel and his amen prayer partners believed God. They had the faith. They were in the faith. Amen. And his prayer partners, you know, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, they believed God and they stood the test of their profession of faith. Anybody can talk it until the fire comes, until the heat is turned up, until the furnace is right there in front of you. Amen. Right in the face of sure death. At the hands of the ruthless dictator Nebuchadnezzar. They believed God and they professed it. They spoke it. Our God is able. Amen. And he will. If he if he wills to do it, he will deliver us. Amen. All of these people of the faith, except for Noah and Abraham, were under the old covenant of the law given through Moses. They were not saved by the law. The blood of bulls, the blood of goats cannot take away sin. They were not saved because of that. Offering up sacrifices and burnt offerings. David said, oh, no, no. Psalm 51, read it. You don't delight in those things. He said, I could I could do that. No. What does God want? He wants everyone. First and foremost. To believe him. That's faith. Believe God. And then when you believe God, you act upon believing God. Amen. You act upon it. The clear and compelling message. Amen. Throughout the scriptures is that no man is saved by his works, by his sacrifices, by his goodness. No, no, no. Old or new covenant, it must be by faith. The faith. The very first order of business for the saved. Those of us who have been delivered. Amen. The very first order of business for every one of us is to live like we are saved. In other words, we got to walk in it. We are now to live by the faith, which is again is one of the proofs that are made manifest in any creature because he becomes a new creation. Any creature in Christ Jesus, any man be in Christ, he becomes a new creation. The Bible says the fruit of the Spirit, Galatians 5 and 22. Is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith. Faith. The fruit of the Spirit. One of 
the manifestations of the fruit of the spirit, not the fruits. You can't separate them. You can't divide them. You can't, amen, uh, uh, dispatch with those that you don't uh, uh, necessarily agree with. If you and, and by the way, we don't get to choose. We don't get to pick and choose. We don't get to cherry pick. The fruit of the spirit. Faith. We've already talked about love, the love, love, number one, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Second Corinthians five and seven says we walk by faith, not by sight. We walk by faith. We live by faith. We operate by faith. We are in the faith. Faith and action or faith and works are inseparable. This is what James argues, if you will, in his letter. Amen to the brethren. James chapter number two. And I'll pick it up at verse number 14. Again, if you have your Bibles, you can follow along with us. James, this is this is the word of God. This is the word of the living God. You can uh, again. We got a lot of people who profess. A lot of people who claim to be Christians claim to be saved. Claim to believe God. But the proof, ladies and gentlemen, the proof, the biblical proof is in our action. Our works. And they are inseparable. Listen what the Bible says. Verse number 14, James chapter number two. What doth it profit? My brethren. Who is he talking to? People in the church. People who are professing to be believers. Now, James is not questioning whether or not they are believers. He's just, again, showing to those who are in the faith, in the household of God, that there is proof of your faith and it is to be seen. Jesus said, let your light shine. You don't make it. You let it because if it's in you, it comes out of you. Again, the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost that is given to us. What doth it profit, my brethren, though a man say he hath faith and have not works? Can faith save him? Can, In other words, can his profession of faith? James is not talking. He's not dismissing faith. He's talking about this man's profession. This man saying that he has faith. Can what he says can his profession alone stand all by itself? Is that the proof? Is that the evidence? Oh, I said, I said that I'm say, I said that I believe God. What doth it profit, my brethren, though a man say he hath faith and have not works? Can faith save him? Verse 15. If a brother or sister be naked 
and destitute of daily food. This is just an example that James is giving to us. If a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you say unto them, Depart in peace, be ye warmed and filled. Notwithstanding, ye give them not those things which are needful to the body, what doth it profit? Where are the works? Where's the proof? The proof of your profession of faith. Even so, verse 17, faith, if it hath not works, if there is no action, if there is no demonstration, if there is no manifestation of what you say you believe, if it hath not works, James says, it's dead. Your profession is dead. What you say is dead. Being alone, because that's all you have. We have lip service. We have talking. We have a so-called profession of faith. If it hath not works, if there is no demonstration, evidence, proof, If it's all by itself, James says, it's dead. Yea, verse 18, a man may say, again, this is profession, this is talking. A man may say, thou hast faith and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works and I will show thee my faith by my works. Oh, listen, listen, listen. He says, thou believest that there is one God. Thou doest well that's good that's great that's that's commendable James says yes that's commendable that's wonderful amen and it is and there is no sarcasm here at all nothing sarcastic nothing sarcastic intended because that's necessary also Amen. There's no duplicity. There's no uh, uh, idolatry that can be tolerated. There's only one God. And James says, you believe that there is one God. He said, that's great. But the devils also believe and tremble. The devils, demons, Satan himself, they're all cognizant, knowledgeable, and know that there is one God, the true and the living God. They know it, and the Bible says they tremble. Now again, James is not dismissing. He's not minimizing in any way a person's belief in the one and the true and the living God. But what he is emphasizing here is if you say you believe God, you act upon it. Actions, works, the demonstration, the manifestation must follow. Because he says, 
Wilt thou know, verse 20, O vain man, that faith without works is dead. Faith without the works is dead. Now, there are many professors. We have professors, and I mean tenured professors, who have made a profession of being in the faith. They say, they say, they talk. But their actions, their works, are not manifested. As the Apostle Paul wrote to Titus, listen what the Bible says. Titus chapter number one, if you're taking notes, if you're following along, Titus chapter number one, verses 10 and 16. Listen what the Bible, listen what the Bible says. Listen what the Apostle wrote to his son in the gospel, Titus. There are many, not a few, he says, there are many unruly and vain talkers and deceivers especially they of the circumcision that's verse number 10 go down to verse 16 he says they profess that they know God they say they are his children they call themselves Christians believers disciples followers of Jesus they call themselves Christians they profess but listen what the Bible says this is not me my, my opinion this is the word of God but in works in their actions in their activity in their lifestyle They deny him. They say they know Jesus. They say they were baptized in Jesus. They say they were filled with the Holy Spirit. They say, they say, they say, they talk, they talk, they talk. But their actions. In works, they deny him being abominable disobedient and unto every good work they're reprobates oh my God oh my God when it comes to the work of the ministry when it comes to supporting the work of the ministry supporting the church amen fighting with the church Fighting with the people of God. Warring a good warfare. Amen. And again we talked about this on last week. When we talked about the love. And we understand. We all understand. We all get it. That we have all been. You know. And and have undergone disappointments. In the church. In the body of Christ. Many of you have been hurt. Got the church hurt. But don't say you love Jesus. And you hate the brother that you have seen. That's what the Bible says. How can a man say that he loves God whom he have not seen and he hates his brother and he can't forget. Oh my God. I, I, whoo, help us Jesus. 
Oh, help us, Jesus. They profess that they know God. But it works in their walk, in their living. Oh, they talk it. They talk it good. That's what the apostle is saying here. There are many unruly and vain talkers. They talk it. They sound the part. They look the part. They dress it just like the Pharisees did. And Jesus excoriated them. Look at Matthew chapter 23, I believe it is. It's not the talkers. It's the walkers. It's the ones who live it. Who work it out. Who work out their soul salvation with fear and trembling. As the Bible says for it is God who works in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure. They profess. Tenured professors. That's what we have. We got a lot of. This is a Bible. This Bible. Many unruly and vain talkers and deceivers. Tenured professors. They say that they know God. But when it comes to living. When it comes to obedience. When it comes to love. When it comes to. Being. Shaped and molded. And conformed. Into the image of Jesus Christ. When it comes to that. Oh no. They deny him. How do they deny him? In their abominable actions. In their disobedience. This is right here in the word. Look at it. Titus. Chapter 1. Verse 16. They profess. See the proof is not in my talking. It's not in my talking. It's not in my preaching. That's not the proof. Anybody can preach it. Anybody can talk it. Anybody can make a profession. It's not in my professing. The proof is in my works of obedience to what Jesus has commanded me to do. Am I obeying God? Abraham believed God. Noah believed God. Daniel believed God. Hannah believed God. Amen. Do you believe him? If you believe him, you're going to obey him. Jesus said, if you love me, we talked about this last week. If you love me, keep my commandments. Keep my word. That's the proof is not up again. Biblical, we're talking about biblical proof. It's not in my talking. Not in my professing. No, no, no. Ladies and gentlemen, the proof is in works of obedience. The Bible makes it clear there's only one faith. Ephesians 2 and 8. For by grace, this is what the Bible says. And I'm going to go to Ephesians chapter 4, verses 4 and 5. For by grace, we are saved through faith. That not of ourselves. It is the gift of of God God is the one who gives the gift of faith faith comes by hearing how does hearing come by the word of God if God doesn't speak we don't have faith the word of God is what generates faith is what makes faith possible it comes by 
the word of God. It is the gift of God, the Bible says. Grace is the gift of God. Faith is the gift of God. Love is the gift of God. All of these things that come from God. Gifts of God. In order to save us. Amen. Listen to what the Bible says. Ephesians chapter 4 verses 4 and 5. There is one body. One spirit. Even as you are called in. One hope of your calling. One Lord. One faith. One baptism. One. It's only one way to be saved. And Jesus said, I am the way. I'm the way. And if you don't believe that I am he, you'll die in your sins. Now, again, it's not my professing. It's not my talking. Amen. It's my living it. And the Bible tells us on multiple occasions, and it starts in Habakkuk in the Old Testament, the just shall live by his faith. Romans chapter 1 verse 16 and 17. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. To the Jew first and also to the Greek. For listen what the Bible says. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written. The just shall live by faith. And then again in Galatians chapter 2 verse 20 listen what Paul says I am crucified with Christ nevertheless I live yet not I see it's no longer about me oh, 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 oh Jesus oh Jesus help us oh Jesus help us help us Lord help us Jesus Oh, we're in a self-centered, all about self-generate. Deliver us from self. Who deliver me from me, Lord? I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, the apostle says, but Christ liveth in me. And the life, he says, that I now live. See, the life that he did live before, it was about him. It's about his you know, his, his religion, his ignorance in carrying out what he thought was right. He said, I did it in ignorance and in unbelief. He said, the life which I now live, though, he says, listen, in the flesh, in this body, I live by the faith, by what? By the faith of the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Woo! help us, Jesus. Hebrews chapter 10, I'm sorry, Galatians chapter 3 and verse 11, the Bible says, but that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God, it is evident. The just shall live by faith. You, we we got to live it, y'all. We have to live it, not talk it, live it. We got to live by this faith. Listen to what the Bible says, Hebrews chapter 10, verses 38 and 39. Now the just, here it is again, shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. God will not be pleased. Jesus said, in no man putting his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom. 
My soul shall have no pleasure in him. But he says, we are not those of us who are truly saved, who have truly been delivered by the power of God, who have the Holy Ghost working in us, perfecting us, sanctifying us, cleansing us, separating us. We are not of them who draw back unto perdition, but we are of them who believe. That's what faith is. Believing God. We are of them. Listen what the Bible says that believe to the saving of the soul. We got to live it. The just shall live by faith because we have been justified by faith. The Bible tells us Romans chapter five, verses one and two. Therefore, being justified by faith. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also listen what the Bible says. We have access by faith. How can you have access if you don't have faith? You don't have access to God by faith. The Bible says he that cometh to God again must believe that he is. Faith is believing God. The only way you have access to God is through faith. We have access, the Bible says, by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Again, in Galatians chapter 2, take note, verse 16, the Bible says, knowing that a man, listen what the Bible says, is not justified by the works of the law, but by the faith of Jesus Christ, even we have believed in Jesus Christ, the way, the truth, the life, even we have believed in Jesus Christ that we, listen what he says, might be justified by the faith of Christ and not by the works of the law. For by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified. Listen, 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 people of God. We and no one can be saved by working their way. The works come after the faith. We are to add to our faith. That's what the Bible tells us also. We are called to add to our faith. Second Peter, and I'm closing with this. Chapter 1, verses 3 through 10. According as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. And listen what he says. And besides this, giving all diligence. This is, this is, now God has done what he has done. And it is not that he's finished with us. He doesn't just save us and then leave us to ourselves. The Bible says it is he who works in us. But there is our participation with the Holy Spirit working in us. The Bible says giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue and to virtue knowledge and to knowledge temperance and to temperance patience and to patience godliness and to godliness brotherly kindness and to brotherly kindness charity. For listen what he says. If these things be in you and abound 
they make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful. And we're going to revisit this in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But on the other hand, he says, he that lacketh these things. So you got to add to your faith. You say you believe, then you, you where's your virtue? Where's the knowledge? Where's the temperance? Where's the self-control here? Where's the brotherly kindness? Where's the charity, the love of God? If you say you made a profession, add to what you say you are, who you say you are. He that lacketh these things, the Bible says, is blind, cannot see afar off, and have forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Wherefore, he says, the brother, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. That's you proving. That's you self-examining. Oh, no, no, no. It's not, not proving to me. Not proving to anyone else. This is you and Jesus. You in Jesus. Jesus in you. Be diligent about making your calling and election sure. The Bible says, listen what he says. For if you do these things, you shall never fall oh thank god for this blessed assurance father help someone today to hear to know to have the blessed assurance that they are in you and you are in them oh god because your word is explicit your word is true your word shall never fade away help us to walk in it to live in it to love it to obey it so that you get the glory out of our lives and that we may hear your voice say, well done, good and faithful servant. In Jesus name, we pray and give thanks for all things. Amen and amen. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.